Hey, what is going on guys? DK. Back at you with another video here to bring in the five game NBA Summer League slate on Thursday. Before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, welcome. My name is DK. I make daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL slates on DraftKings. I just uploaded my video for the NFL preseason slate, the two game slate that starts tomorrow. So make sure, go ahead and check that one out, guys. Uh, I also make videos for PGA, Daily Fantasy Sports, and NBA Top Shot. If you're unable to watch these videos, I also upload another podcast. I'll have a link down below. It's called the DK DFS Show. If you could, leave a five-star rating and review. That would really help me out. If you're interested in signing for premium content, uh, I offer that on patreon.com. I offer a lot of different packages. NFL package includes preseason. NBA package includes summer league. Esports includes Call of Duty and CSGO. And then gold is the combination of everything. And finally, I want to thank Prize Picks for sponsoring this episode. And guys, Prize Picks for Summer League has been phenomenal. 15 of 17 so far, my picks. And the two that missed were by less than a point each. So if you guys are not familiar with Prize Picks, I love it, especially for the Summer League. There is a big, big edge. Um, first way to play is you can take over, under, on straight up fancy points. So Prize Picks post players and the projected fancy scores, and you either take the over or the under. Also, single stat, you can take over, under, and straight up points. Sometimes they'll have assists and rebounds here, too. If you guys want to try it out, sign up. Use the code DKDFS. DKDFS, all one word. Link down below. You'll get a 100% match up to $100. But if you put $100 in, you get a free $100 to play with. So, reviewing the picks that I gave, oh, that I gave in the video uh, yesterday. Jalen Suggs, under. Check. Uh, Lamar Stevens, under. Check. Herbert Jones, under. Check. Three for three, and then I gave one more in the Discord. Scotty Barnes under check. Four for four, clean sweep. Again, 15 of 17 overall. Now, I gave two out in the Discord before I made this video, and I had to make videos for NFL. So once the prize picks board went up, I gave it out, and we are moving the lines, guys. I don't know if you saw from when I made my video last night. Sug, Stevens, Herbert Jones, they're all, their projections all went down like four or five points. So we are literally moving the lines ourselves. I gave over and Langford at 20. Now he's at 23, so I don't really like that as much. Uh, but I gave him over at 20, and he's already up three. And then I gave the under on Batten, who was at like 24, 25. He's down to 20. So literally, we are moving the line. Um, now, again, I don't really love the, the Langford or Banton now, uh, the way they're, they're projected. But let's see. Is there anything else that stands out to me on this board um, let's see, let's see. You know, I think I'll lean Patrick Williams over. And the reason I do is the minutes, right? He's been playing like 35 minutes, which is really unheard of for Summer League. So I think I lean the over actually on, on a Patrick Williams. And we'll go down to a couple more overs. I know they're high, but... Bull Bull and Tyrese Maxey. Tyrese Maxey because he is literally so aggressive on the offensive end. And Bull Bull because he is going to dominate the offense. Offense runs through him. And he lost minutes last game. He was on pace for 50-plus of the game didn't blow out. So kind of like the over on those stars, uh, that being Maxey, Bull, and Patrick Williams. All right, but let's talk about this five-game slate. Oh, I guess really quick, if you guys do enjoy the content, if you could, leave a like button on the video, subscribe if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you don't upload videos and you don't go live. Let's try to aim for 100 likes on this video. Um, I guess, you know, real quick, we got to go over my lineup here from the main slate tonight. So, uh, cashed in the high-stakes stuff for tournaments, but with an injury. 
Tyrell Terry injured early in the second half. If he does not get injured, I'm probably taken down or, you know, top five at least. So, so tilted about that. Cannot predict injuries. But, man, if he just stays healthy, it's, you know, I'm looking at another possible takedown. So, going over my lineup, um, Malachi Flynn, Trent Forrest, Obi Toppin, Devontae Kakak, uh, Jericho Sims, um, Terry... LJ Figueroa and Emmanuel quickly. So my take was there was no way I was fading the next guys, even though I knew they're going to be popular. It was just a minutes thing, right? They're both going to play massive minutes. So Toppin and quickly uh, both played well, 35 and 37 minutes. Now, Malachi Flint, can we, st- can we talk about that start to the game? He started like O of 10 shooting. If you watch that game, he airballed, I think like three threes. Really? If he just has a decent shooting game, Flynn goes for 35. So that was very tilting watching the game. I think he shot total 6 of 20 or something like that. Uh, Trent Forrest was a guy I was very high on uh, just because stuff the statue. I love guys that stuff the statue. Plus, uh, he's a shooting guard on DraftKings, but he's not a shooting guard. He's their point guard. He went for 16, 9, 4, 2 steals and a block. Massive on a set like this. This slate was super, super low scoring. Like, a lot of guys busted or, you know, just underperformed. And I will mention, um, DraftKings is programmed for 48 minutes for NBA. So, these are, they're only playing 40-minute games. You're going to see a lot of snowflakes no matter what. I don't think people a lot of people realize that. Like, you're going to see a lot of snowflakes because these are only 40-minute games. Now, again, topping, uh, Kaycock was solid, nothing crazy. Uh, in, like, mid-20s, the went for 14 points, four boards, four assists. Again, Sims was a little bit of a letdown. A ton of position. Him and Cabin Galley, the two like value plays, were both underwhelming. Um, as a bouquet, if you spend up, he actually had a good game. He had like seven blocks, I think. And then Tyrell Terry again injured. Ugh, so tilted about that. Now, I actually originally had um what's his name? Uh Gillespie. Fred Gillespie. I don't know why I was, uh, couldn't think of that. But um, yeah, I originally had him. I, I thought he was gonna start at the five like he did last game. Now uh, Precious Achua got added to the roster and he started. So I made a update. Uh, luckily, we got that news before lock. We got ahead about five, six minutes before lock. Made an update and, and pivoted to LJ from uh, Gillespie because obviously I don't want to play a player off the bench. And LJ played really well. And um, you know he played over thirty minutes, twenty-seven fancy points, and then yeah, finally quickly. So yeah, got hit with bad variance with an injury and still cash guys. And quick, first I got a, one more thing I had talked about though. The early slate. I play Diakate. He gets ejected. How do you get ejected in a summer league game? Like, come on. So, um, with the ejection in the early slate, with the injury in the main slate, still a profitable day. I will take it. Uh, if a Diakate doesn't get ejected, I'm having a big day in the early day, in the early slate as well. So, tilted about that. But all in all. Still a solid night. Could have been a massive night if it wasn't for that injury, but we'll see if we can keep it going, guys, for this five-game slate. All right, so we'll start off with the Indiana Pacers. And at the top, we have O'Shea Brissett, who definitely had a, a um, below-average game last game. He played 30 minutes, only went for 28 fancy points, had a bad shooting game, 3 of 12. The reason I like Brissett is he's a guy that can really stuff the stat sheet. He's going to play a lot, the small ball five. And Portland, this, this Portland uh, Summer League team, they have a lot of vets, but they're not good defenders. Like Kenneth Reed, awful defender. Beasley, awful defender. So 
Um, I think Brissett is is a, is at a bounce back candidate here. I think his ownership will drop. He was decently popular that last slate and was a little bit of a letdown. So I'm fine going right back to all with Brissett. Him and Chris Durate are the guys we can expect big minutes from. Uh, I, I think we get around 30 for both. And Durate had a really uh, nice game this game. 21.7 boards, two assists, one block, two steals. And these are the, be the two main guys in offense. Like them both. Um, I think Durate will be a little bit more popular. I actually might lean Brissett, even though he's a little bit more, he's a little pricey. Now, don't expect Goga to play. Cassius Stanley has not been playing big minutes, so hard for me to go there. Value, they're really spreading out the minutes behind the main two guys. So, like, rookie Isaiah Jackson had a really good game in 17 minutes for 34 fancy points, but, like, he only played 17 minutes, and he only played seven minutes the previous game. So, like, can you roll the dice on Isaiah Jackson? Yeah, if I knew he was going to play over 20 minutes, I would have a lot more interest. But if he's only going to be playing like 15-ish minutes, a little bit difficult to prioritize him. On the Portland side, probably my least favorite team to target, or one of my least favorite teams. Well, I'll say Orlando is probably my least favorite team to target. But yeah, Portland, they're just really spreading out the minutes. And guys, vets like Moutier, uh, Beasley, and Kenneth Reed, if they're playing more minutes, I would have a lot of interest in them. Again, they're good point per minute guys. Moutier, 20 and 25 fancy points in limited minutes, but it's just the minutes, right? 17, 22 minutes. Beasley's going to be productive when he's out there, but he's only been averaging about 20 minutes. Kenneth Reed, same thing. He'll be productive, but 23, 21 minutes, not great. So hard for me to get excited about any of those guys. CJ Ellaby has uh, been getting a little bit more minutes, 27, 24. He shot really bad, 3 of 8, 2 of 11. If he has a decent shooting game, you could see you know, 25 to 30 fancy ones for him, but I just don't love the price uh, on him. I think the one guy I'm looking to for Portland would be George King at 4.9K, uh, 24, 28 minutes. Has gone for 31, 27 fancy points. Been doing a decent job rebounding the ball. Getting, uh, you know, 8, 11 shot attempts is solid. So uh, at 4.9K, there's not a lot of value on this slate. I think George King is one of the guys I would look to for some salary relief. All right, so I kind of hinted Orlando once again is going to be one of my least favorite teams to target. And it's the same thing, right? It's just a lot of guys are overpriced, and, and they're really spreading out the minutes. So Jalen Suggs at 9.5, I just don't think I can get to him. Um, now, he is, he's good at stuff in the stat sheet, right? He went for 24, 9, 1, 3, and 2, game 1, 16, 8, 5, 1, game 2, but just 26 minutes. Yeah, and he's 9, 5. Jalen Suggs, not for me. People chased it last game. That was a mistake, right? People played Jalen Suggs over quickly at top end, which is just a big, big mistake on this slate. Uh, Coy Anthony, once again, really struggled. 2 of 10 shooting. Only played 18 minutes, too. RJ Hampton hasn't been playing well. Franz Wagner continues to struggle. Um, and, and they're really spreading out the minutes behind these guys. It Basically, Orlando's just a cross-off for me. Now, Boston, a little bit different. So uh, they're going to play their main core four guys a ton of minutes. And this is where the offense is going to come from. Pritchard, Langford, Naismith, and Edwards. Now, they are priced up. So you can probably only play one of these guys. But... Um, yeah, expect big minutes from these guys. So Pritchard played 25 in a blowout and so on for 54 fancy points. Langford, 20 minutes in a blowout, didn't play the best. Naismith, absolutely smashed, only 21 minutes, 49 fancy points. Carson Edwards, uh, 26 minutes, again, lost minutes in a blowout, 36 fancy points. Now, uh, they, like, had a little bit of an ally performance in the fact that, like, they just couldn't miss shots. Like, the main, the main four guys just played so well. Um, I don't think Boston's going to, you know, average like 120 points a game in summer league games. Now, you know, Pritchard is just a guy that uh, him and Carson Edwards are probably the guys I feel the best about because they're really going to stuff the stat sheet. 23-5-5 five five for Pritchard and 21-12-8 and 
And then you have Carson Edwards has gone for 17, 8, and 6, and 14, 8, and 5. So those two are probably my favorite. I know Naismith had the really good game last game, but he shot 13 of 18, right? So Langford uh, and Naismith, a little bit more line scoring. I'd rather go to the guards that stuff the statue in Pritchard and Carson Edwards. Bruno Fernando started, only played 15 minutes. No, no interest in him. Um, I guess if I had to, if I had to play a cheap guy, it probably would be August or Hauser. Hauser has been playing about 20 minutes. Actually, has played 20 minutes first couple games off the bench. But yeah, don't really like anything else besides the main four guys there for Boston. Now Houston, um, once again, going to be one of my favorite teams to target, and it's just because an eight-man rotation that is uh, really unheard of in the summer league. Basically, all teams run like a 10-man rotation. Um, or 10 plus, and Houston's running an eight man rotation. So we're going to see big Mets from these guys. We'll start with KJ Martin and, J- and Jalen Green, the two studs on this team. KJ Martin kind of had an outlier performance with the lack of peripheral stats game one. I mentioned that I don't think that happens. I think he bounces back with the peripheral stats. He did six boards, four assists, two blocks, three steals. Again, we know he's a, a stat sheet stuffer. Uh, we'll play a little bit at the five at times here when Sangoon is out. So um, I, I do like Cajun Martin as a spend up. It is going to be a little bit tricky to get to him, though. Jalen Green, a little more light in the scoring. However, he's going to shoot the ball a ton when he's out there. So, um, again, both viable tournament plays. Now, Sangoon, I think, is going to be popular, but I think it's for good reason. Center, once again, not the, uh, you know, not the strongest position on this slate. I expect you know 25 to 28 minutes for Sangoon. He's gone for 49 and 46 faints points. Now, do I expect for, can, for him continue to, continuing to get to close to 50 faints points? No. But if we get, like, 35 faints points from Sangoon, that is very good. So, again, good rebounder, good scorer, talented around the rim. I like him, again, a good amount there. Anthony Lamb at 5'5 is kind of just fine off the bench. Probably plays about 20 minutes. Don't love it. Uh, Kyrie Thomas, I kind of like his contrarian play. He has not shot well first couple games, 2 of 10, 3 of 8. But he's still a guy that can stuff a stat sheet. He has upside. We haven't seen it yet the first couple games, but it is there. So if you want to try to buy low on Kyrie Thomas, don't think that's the worst idea. And then with there being lack of value, I think Josh Christopher makes for a pretty solid play here. Uh, Going to play big minutes, 28, 27 minutes, uh, 13, 5, and 4, game 1, 15, 3, and 7, game 2. Again, an eight-man rotation. I think Christopher looks like a really solid play. And that is it for uh, Houston. Let's move on to Toronto. So again, pressure to Chua. Did play tonight. He played 28 minutes. Now he's a good rebounder. Decent point for a guy. But do I want to pay 8.9K for Pesha Chua? Probably not. Uh, Scotty Barnes at 8-1. Kind of took a little bit of a backseat in uh, in this game. 25 minutes, 24 fans points. And he's just not the best scorer. He, he's, if you watch that game, or if you watch the game, he is not, not super talented in the offensive end. So do I want to use one of my spin-ups in Barnes? Probably not. Now, Malachi Flynn, I am fine going right back to the wall again. Shot 6 of 19. And can we talk about he's only had one assist the first couple games? Definitely outlier, right? He is a guy that's going to have the ball in his hands a lot and expect more assists from Malachi Flynn. I said the same thing Gary Payton. Gary Payton was one of my favorite value plays in the slate. He had zero assists last game. I was like, hey, he's going to bounce back. I think he had like five or six assists. He stuffed the stat sheet. Expect Malachi Flynn's assist to go up this game. Don't think he airballs like three threes and shoots six of 19 again. The minutes are there. He's only 5'9". Once again, I like Malachi Flynn. If people are going to get off him because of that last game, I think that's a massive mistake. The rest of Toronto, there's just not much here for me. Um, again, Gillespie kind of out of play with him coming off the bench. Only played 12 minutes. He was he was a good point bringer. I was out there, but with pressure starting, uh, we're not going to get big minutes from him. 
All right, let's finish it up. Last two games here, Philadelphia and Atlanta, and we'll start with Tyrese Maxey at 8-6. Uh, I love this guy. He is so aggressive on the offensive end. I mean, you see it in the regular season games, right? In limited minutes when he's out there, he is taking the ball to the hole. He is shooting in, in a blowout in 25 minutes, went for 39 fancy points, 21-5-4, stat sheet stuffer, um, going to probably play about 30 minutes. I really like Maxi, one of my favorite spend-ups in the slate. Isaiah Joe, a little bit too reliant on the scoring for me. But there is some value here, and a guy like Paul Reed, kind of in the mid-range, 5'6". He's a do-it-all guy, a good rebounder. Only played 24 minutes, but again, blowout. Probably would have played 28-7, The game would have stayed close. I think he's a really safe play at that price point. I'll keep an eye on Bassey. Again, a lot of us got screwed in the early slate the, the other day with him getting um, healthy scratches, contract negotiation. Now, I did a little bit of Twitter search. Still haven't seen anything if he's available for tomorrow, so we'll see if he is available I actually think he's a decent play because he's a talented player on the offensive end. If he is out, expect Petrosev to start, but he only played 19 minutes, so it would be hard for me to prioritize a guy like that. And they spread out the Mets uh, for everyone else. Moving on to Atlanta, so rookie Jalen Johnson played more minutes last game, played 31 instead of 25. That's a lot better. Again, a good rebound. He's gone for 10 boards in each of the first couple games. I think he's a pretty safe play. Now, the price has come up, so he's no longer um you know like like a plug and play um so but yeah i still think he's one of the safer spend ups no interest in jordan bell not a ton of interest in skyler mays uh, one guy i do like a, a good amount here in the mid-range is sharif cooper now people ask me him versus jalen johnson last late i said i preferred sharif cooper i was like hey everyone's gonna play jalen johnson i think cooper comes in at way lower ownership he did like no one played him he had a smash day 21 9 and 1 the reason uh, i like sharif cooper is the assist right 6 9 says he's gonna handle the ball a decent amount and he's only 6.3K, so he's cheaper than Jalen Johnson. Once again, if you're going to ask me who I prefer, it's going to be Sharif Cooper. And then I've mentioned a couple of times how there's not a lot of great value on the slate. I think one guy we can consider is a guy like Akun Purcell. Again, don't be worried about the questionable tag. Uh, that DraftKings is incorrect with that. They've had guys listed out when they're not. So Akun Purcell, 27-28 Mets. He's going to play the small four position. I was gone for 13, 8, 1, and 1, and 2. Game 1, 11, 6, and 1. Game 2. And nothing crazy, but below 5K, uh, I think he gets decent minutes. I think he does make for a solid value. All right, finishing up with Phoenix. So we'll start with Jalen Smith at the top at 8.2K. Um, like him as a spend-up, the issue I have with Jalen Smith, I've actually watched like basically all the first two Suns games, and he stands in the corner a lot in offense, which is not great. But he's still a guy that's probably going to get you double-digit rebounds, and he can knock down some threes, will get shot attempts, and he's the one guy that you can expect big minutes from on this team. The rest of Phoenix... All I'm going to say is good luck. If you want to try to target one of these guys and roll the dice, fine. But they are really spreading out the minutes. I just have no faith in this rotation behind Jalen Smith. I'm just not even messing with that headache. And finally, Denver, we got Bull, Bull, Goat, 8.5K. Really like him at, at uh, as one of my favorite spend-ups. Again, in 24 minutes, 42 fancy points. And lost four minutes in a blowout. Probably would have won for 50 fancy points. As I've said a couple times, Denver said in the preseason they're going to use him like Nikola Jokic. They are running their offense through Bull Bull. Now, in this game one, he only finished with 31 fancy points, but he had an awful first half, like awful. And he, he had a pretty big second half in that game, and then this game put to, put together two solid halves and even lost time to a blowout. So, um, yeah, I, I do really like Bull Bull. Now, Caleb Agata, basically out of play. 
Only played 13 minutes with uh, Bones and Zeke Naji in, so hard for me to get to Caleb Agata. Marcus Howard uh, was out again. We'll keep an eye on this. We don't have confirmation if he's once again confirmed out. If he's in, they'd actually kind of like Marcus Howard. Um, so, again, monitor that one. But, yeah, Bones Highland. If Marcus Howard is out, Bo Bones Highland probably runs a lot of the point guard. He played 25 minutes. I think he's a decent value play for sure. One for 16, 7, and 2. Again, rookie. Um, yeah, I think I think a pretty safe play in the mid-range. And then a guy kind of like buying low on, or if you want to roll the dice in for GPPs, is Zeke Naje. Now, he had an awful, and I mean awful, first preseason game. 24 minutes, 0 of 9 shooting, 0 of 6 behind the behind the three-point line, six fancy points. I do not think he shoots 0 of 9 again. Zeke Naji is normally a guy that can do a little bit more of the peripheral stats. So yes, the offense is going to run through Bull Bull, but if we get 28, 29 minutes out of Zeke Naji at this price point, I think he can have a good game, and I think he's going to be low-owned because boxer watchers are going to avoid him. And that's really it. Like Value that we're on game one, like Devon Reed, Cheatham lost a lot of minutes with those two guys back. I just don't think we can go there. There's really no one else on Denver that I'm interested in. So that is going to do it for the video today, guys. If you have enjoyed the content so far, would really appreciate it if you leave a like button on the video, subscribe if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you don't upload videos and you know when to go live. Thanks again. Have a great night, guys, and I'll see you all in the next video.